want to do a couple of things. So grab your booklet, which was given to you when you came in. Need a couple down the front. I just thought today was a really important day. I think um, we, we really do, as a nation, uh, have a great challenge ahead of us. And we have got the incredible, powerful truth of the living God living in us. And so uh, we look around in despair. The difference that Jesus can make into somebody's space is, is unbelievable when they're struggling along. Uh, I know it to be true in my own life, and I know it to be true in the lives of those I love. So just from our book, I just want to, uh, before we jump into just a few scriptures today, I want to uh, talk about uh, just these, these things on the first couple of pages. First of all, to put your hope in God, uh, you, the psalmist asks the questions, Why are you downcast, O my soul? Why are you disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Saviour and my God. So he's talking to himself. This is the self-talk that we have as spiritual people. And we ask ourselves questions. And we, we even encourage ourselves. We talk to our... Anyone talk to themselves like this? Oh, thank goodness I've got some company. These people over here don't. It's okay to talk to yourself and to give yourself a bit of a G up, to talk to yourself and say, come on, soul, why are you down? And then to give ourselves, in a sense, counsel from the Word of God. Why are you disturbed? Well, put your hope in God. With a downcast soul, put our hope in God. I will praise Him and my Saviour and my God. We need to, the, the campaign this year, its major thrust is this, trust the signs. We learn about people not by just the words they say, that's only a smaller part of communication. We learn about others and we know about others from the things. Their very countenance. How many do you understand what I'm talking about? Their very countenance will tell us. So we listen to the words, but we ask other questions. What are they saying? Trust the signs. What's their body language? We heard some great things about that on the, uh, on the video. What are they saying? Do they, do they seem a little bit confused or irrational or moody? Unable to switch off, wired up. Concerned about the future, concerned that they themselves are a burden. It's a dangerous sign. They seem lonely or lacking self-esteem, concerned about the pain they are trapped in. What are they saying? We need to read between the lines of the script that is coming out of their mouth. What are they doing? That woman in the, in the video said she saw some behavioural changes when a friend came back from work. We need to look for behavioural changes. We'll see something about that in the video at the close. As someone, you know, do you see them having mood swings? Are they becoming withdrawn? Is their behaviour changing? If you're an online person, you'll see that sometimes things turn up on the online forum that really asks the question, I wonder what's going on here. Are they losing interest in what they used to love? Seem to be withdrawing. Unable to concentrate. Less interested in their appearance and personal hygiene, behaving recklessly, taking risks, changing their sleep patterns. What are they doing? So what are they saying? Sign number one, what are they doing? Sign number two, sign number three, trust the signs. What's going on in their life? What are they experiencing? You can only find this out by asking further questions. Have they got relationship issues or health issues, work pressures, constant stress, financial difficulty even, or the loss of someone or something that they care about. And over the page we go. So four steps, 
four steps we need to take with each other and with other people that we meet. We need to ask you, are you okay? It was are you okay a day on Thursday and I went to the gym and uh, I was going out at 6.50. I'd already done my workout by then, slight brag. And then as I was walking out, I went past the desk and a woman that does a, uh, works out with a personal trainer I know who we, we chat from time to time, she just walks up to me and says, Larry, are you okay? It's okay, Dave. Isn't that awesome? By seven o'clock in the morning, someone had come up that I don't talk to very much, but had come up, got shoulder to shoulder with me and asked me th- that, that question. And then I was able to return the favour and uh, we were feeling both okay, probably because we were all fired up on whatever chemicals run through your body from exercise. Uh, but it was just a small thing. But what a beautiful thing. And then I was able to share with her what we're doing as a church today, that we have a major focus on this because it's such an important issue. So she practiced that. We need to listen and we need to realise, number three is we need to encourage action. You are not going to have the skill set to solve people's problems if they're serious problems. How many people understand that? Put your hand straight up because you need to. Every hand should be up in the room because you don't have the skill sets. You know, we're kind of like the, the NRMA. We might be able to come and just push a car off the intersection But when you need a mechanic to rebuild the engine, you need a mechanic. You've got to get your friend and encourage your friend and go with your friend if necessary to professional help. Go with them. Be with them while they book a counsellor. Take them if they're scared. Pick them up if they're too traumatised to drive, whatever it might be. Friends, we have got to realise that we have got limitations, but we're not limited in asking those questions. But we're probably limited in having the therapeutic skills to solve deep and significant problems to which we all said that's a great relief. Okay, that's a great relief because if you try to solve people's problems that are serious and significant and you're unskilled and untrained and unprofessional and you don't have that skill set, you're dangerous because you're just going to be shooting in advice. It's not necessarily good advice. Deep issues need professional help. And then we need to check in. Just don't go, okay, I sent you in that direction. We need to check in with people. So we've got to ask, are you okay? We need to listen. We've got to encourage action, whatever that might be. Help them to work it out, ask questions, let them to own their decisions, and then check in. So just a couple of uh, Bible texts before we wind this out. I just want to uh, focus on, uh, we're going to have the presence of God with us. I love this, when you pass, when, not if, when. When you pass through the waters, I'll be with you, when You pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned and the flames will not set you ablaze. That's why we sang that song, There's Another in the Fire. We carefully chose that song today uh, because it speaks about no matter what, if you're going through the furnace of life, know this, you're not alone. When King Nebuchadnezzar looked in there, he threw three men in, but how many figures did he see amongst the flames? He saw a fourth figure. This is the figure of Jesus with us in the flames of life. No matter what you're going through, when, it says when, 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 you will go through stuff. We all know that, don't we? We go through stuff. And the older you get, the more stuff you've been through. Oh, it never stops. Does it ever stop? All the older people with more mature years said, oh, no. Just keeps coming at you in different forms. Just changes shape. Just keeps coming at you. There's another in the fire standing next to me. There's another in the waters holding back the seas. If I should ever be, need reminding of how I've been set free, there's a cross 
that bears the burden where another died for me, there is another in the fire. We have the presence of God with us at all times. We also have the power of God with us. This scripture says from Psalm 73, uh, my flesh and my heart may fail, they may, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Our flesh may fail. I get that. <laughs> the older I get, the more I understand that text. The flesh may fail. Yes. Friends, we, we fail. We get exhausted. We get worn out. We get burdened. Age just keeps on creeping up on us all the time, all the time. Sometimes in life we feel powerless and helpless, swept along on the adverse tides of life. But God in these and every circumstances is our strength moment by moment, day by day to help us get through whatever we face. And of course, the strength of our hearts. When we've lost courage, when we're gripped with fear, when we're overwhelmed by life, when we have a deep sense of residual hopelessness, God wants to be in that space. God wants to bring his power and his presence and his love. And it says, God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. So we rely on him for the strength for each day. That's what Jesus said. You can only live one day at a time. Let the troubles of each day be sufficient for the day. If you start worrying about stuff that's miles away that you can't deal with, you just get yourself in a state, in a pickle. Ever heard that one? Get yourself in a pickle. And God is our portion. Hey, you might look at your life and you think, well, in the portions of life, I didn't get a very big slice of the cake. You might think other people seem to have a whole lot have a lot of natural ability or looks or capacity to earn money or whatever it might be, health better than yours, you might say, I didn't, I didn't get a very big slice. I didn't get a very big portion. Know this, the Lord is your portion in this life. It is the Lord. He has served himself up to you, full and in your life. He has given himself to you. It's not what you don't have, it's what you do have. You do have Jesus. And the Bible says this, the Lord is your portion. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Lay hold of God, press into God. Taste and see that the Lord is good. And lastly, we have, of course, the protection of God. The protection of God. Psalm 18, verse 2, that God is my rock. I love this scripture. This is great. The Lord is my rock. My fortress, my deliverer, my God is my rock in whom I take refuge. He is my shield, the horn of my salvation. He is my stronghold. Look at how many things in those just couple of lines. Look at the attributes of God. God is our rock. God is our fortress. God is our deliverer. God is our refuge. God is our shield. God is our salvation. God is our stronghold. All these are images of our lives being under attack. When things are coming against us, what have we got? The life's coming against us, health is coming against us, relationship breakdown is coming against us, but we've got the Lord. He is these things to us. When life is difficult, when we are under attack, the Bible says that God is our rock, our fortress, our deliverer, our refuge, our shield, our salvation, and our stronghold. You see, when people are under the pump, they pull away from God. 
It is the very last thing that a person should think about doing. If you're under the pump, press into God. Do not pull away from God. People pull away from God, like God's against them. God is not against you. God is for you. And if God is for you, who should be against you? No one. In the hard times of life, God is not your foe. He is your fortress. He is your fortress. He's not against you. He is for you. So no matter what life throws at you, remind yourself of that great scripture. We cannot be separated from the love of God in Christ Jesus. You know, love is practical. It's not just a feeling. We need to be practical with each other and with others outside of this church. Love asks the question, are you okay? Love reads the signs. And when we're not okay, it's okay not to be okay. I want to declare this. At the Epping Church of Christ, it's okay not to be okay. Amen. It's okay to come here with all the stuff that's going on in our life. We ought to love each other. And we ought to love God. And we ought to encourage each other in that. So let us turn to God for his presence, power and protection. And never ever forget that no matter what you're going through in life, there's another in the fire. His name is Jesus. Never, 